so tiring. Every time I see you, I have to see you for eight hours. Yeah, eight hours like, now. Yeah, you don't at have, least we don't have like one hour dinner or two hour dinners. Cannot lah. How to we have to meet for eight hours? Cannot. Then go home. Not like enough it. of each other. If it's one hour, it's not enough. We need to move <laughs> into the same house already. <laughs> Yeah. Alright, we are recording Rebecca's toe. <laughs> Rebecca's Daniel's toe. finger. Re- yeah, Rebecca's eyes, Rebecca's head, Rebecca's yeah. beautiful soul. We are recording. Yes. I always knew something was wrong with my name. Really? Yeah. Rebecca's toe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who is that speaking? Is that and, Rebecca and Stowe speaking? My Chinese name is Shini. Oh, Shini. So it always sounded like Shini. Shini. Can I get that also? Oh, joy to the world. Sorry, sorry, I'm on a spiel here. You okay? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm high on the high on vibrator what? juice. <laughs> Nespresso <laughs> juice. Every week we do the podcast, I hear your vibrator going on. Yeah, every In episode we record, I need a fresh cup of juice, right? Yeah. Like uh. apple, not apple juice, but coffee juice. Uh, yeah, bad. so I think I'm yeah. on to my third cup now. Yeah, so are you, so you're all juiced up, right? I'm all juiced up and you I'm so excited cups. to record this episode. Episode 5. Yes, because we're going to talk about joy to the world. <laughs> Christmas is around the corner. Yay! So we want so to talk about happy, joyous, nice little things. And we want to talk about, in particular, doing joyful work. Which is what we aspire to. And which is what we have been doing recently. Yes. Tell us, tell everybody, Rebecca, what we have been doing. Firstly, I think you should tell people about the amazing international school project that we've been doing. No, we should talk about the joyful photo shoot that we did. Oh my god, so much joy. Who should we start yeah. with first? <laughs> <laughs> so we, because last last week we did a photo shoot because we are very vain. Mm-hmm. So we decided to do a photo shoot for the podcast. Yes, because we ran out of photos already. Yeah, and we need to have a, a new photo to go with every episode. Correct. Because we are that vain. So. Correct. Yeah, so we went to the studio and we got some shots done and it was super fun. It was super fun and we actually had the studio from 8 to 11, right? Except we shot then, from 8 till 1. Yeah, so tiring all, but... It was 5 hours. It was fun. But it was so fun and that was despite the fact that I had a Brokeback Mountain with me. Yeah, you're terrible. You still jump and yeah, all that. I was, I was so like, worried. Mm, yeah. I can sacrifice, you know. Yeah, but I'm sure by now, uh, you guys have seen some of the photos. Mm. We, we must have posted some of the photos by now. And we have so much more that we can't wait to share. Yes. And oh we did high tea after that, after our photo shoot. Yeah, and then we ate till 4 o'clock. Yeah. So tiring. Every time I see you, I have to see you for eight hours. Yeah, eight hours like, now. Yeah. You don't At have, least. We don't have like one hour dinner or two hour dinners. Cannot lah. We have to meet for eight hours. Cannot. Then go not, home. Not like enough it. of each other. If it's one hour, it's not enough. We need to move <laughs> into the same house already. <laughs> actually, actually, my neighbor moved out. You know. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, are you they inviting me here. to set up like my shop next to your place? You you love Bukit Panjang too much, right? Yes. So you won't ever move to Sengkang, right? Yeah, so远. Oh, you live in I would say Niao Pushan Tan, but now Niao Niao very much like that place. Where? Huh? You mean Sengkang or Bukit Panjang? Sengkang. Oh, Sengkang. Yeah, it used to be Niao Pushan Tan, but now Niao Hen Tuan. Yeah, actually, in the last couple of months, I've had a lot of meetups. I meet friends, go to 
friend's place, all there one. In Sengkang? Yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, if you if you buy things on Carousel, right? Mm. People always want to deal at Sengkang. Eh? Wow. A lot of people in Sengkang well, use Carousel. Hard, hardcore Carousellers and buyers yeah. are there. So we're going to talk about joy today. Yeah, joy. Um, we're going to talk specifically about doing joyful work. Yes, which is a very, very important part of my work and my life. Maybe you can start. Well, the way I'm going to start is to tell people, if it's not joyful, why do you want to do it? <laughs> Don't okay, do it. But then yeah. Some people will think that it's very idealistic of you to say something like that. Um, yeah, a lot of people will want to like, you know, take out their punching gloves and want to punch me again, mm-hmm. right? And Beat you up. Yeah, and beat me up, right? Yeah. Well, I... Okay, so looking at my experience, um, there are some things that you can't choose, like really, like sometimes the clients or even sometimes certain projects which you think are, are fun at first to work on, they, they turn mm. out to be quite painful through the process. Yeah. But I guess it's through all this like training that I have learned to um, be able to identify the signs and be able to sniff it out from afar. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's an acumen that you can get better with, you know, and at sniffing out the potential problematic clients, problematic uh, projects, and then you. So try you say and, no, is it? A I lot. say no, but of course, if let's mm-hmm. say uh, you really need the money, I'm not saying that you know you are high and you know mighty and put yourself up in yeah. on a pedestal, you know, and just reject every goddamn thing that comes right. comes across. If you're a beggar, you cannot be a chooser. So be. Mm-hmm. Be smart about it, lah. Use your brain, lah. You know what I mean. Yeah. But if let's say you are already inundated with projects, or you yep. are prioritizing, maybe your health isn't that good. You got to prioritize your self care. Then you got to mm. be very mindful about whether this job that you take on, other than the money that you're making, are you paying in other forms of currencies? Mm. Are you paying That's in very terms good of advice. yeah? Are yeah. you paying in terms of um health or your precious time? You know. So there's always an opportunity cost. There is, of course. Mm-hmm. Because, you see, saying yes to something means you have to say no to other things. Yeah. So there's always this trade-off. Yeah. So I think when I accept my um, photography jobs, right, mm. I always have this balan- ben- balancing skill also. Mm. Like it's a balancing act. La. Not every job I do is extremely joyful. So what kind of uh, work do you like yeah. to do? What kind of work do I like to do? I like to do work that that gives me a lot of freedom. It mm. means the client doesn't look over my shoulder, mm. and the client trusts trust me to do uh, to deliver basically. So they come to me already, maybe liking my work. Mm. So usually that always works out very well, and mm. uh, the result is better also. Mm. But when I get clients who who want to look over my shoulder and basically dictate how the process goes, right? Usually the work doesn't turn out well. Mm. So I am in the process of learning to be um, better at advocating for myself, mm-hmm. advocating for my work mm-hmm. and, and pushing for the kind of creative work that I want to do mm. with the client. Yeah, because you really need to um, like put your foot down, you know, mm-hmm. and and push for what you believe in. Otherwise, it's very easy for the client to take over. Exactly. It's like yeah. designed by committee because everybody will think that, oh, they know what is good, you know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And um, clients are very safe. Mm. So it's very easy to go back to the very safe kind of kind of thing. Mm. So uh, my job as a photographer, as a commercial advertising photographer is to push. It doesn't happen all the time, but I try my best. I'm mm. learning. Mm. 
Yeah. Well, I guess um, as a creator, uh, and this this will come with mastery, lah. You cannot be like you know. Otherwise, people think that you are prima donna, lah. You know what I mean? But if exactly. you're really very good、you're、at not, what you、yeah. do, yeah, then you must be able to express your boundaries and your、yeah. terms and conditions. When you want to work with me, this is how I roll. You know,、mm-hmm. I don't want you to do this, 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 but I welcome this, 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 this. You know? Yeah. yeah. I think it's not about being a prima donna because、mm-hmm. uh, relationships are very important、mm-hmm. when you're working on a project. So、mm-hmm. you still need to be、um, on very good terms with your client.、Mm-hmm. So it's mutual respect. So they understand where you're coming from. Well, one you one understand one very joyful project that we both have recently、uh, worked on、yeah. was、uh, with the Great Room. Yes, that was with Jael. Yeah, with Jael, and it was so amazing because when we spoke to her, it, everything was just so quick, you know. And then she、mm. said something that really blew my mind. She said, "You know what? It's、mm. all work. It's all play. So you、yeah. hire the best people for the job, and you let the person play." Exactly. Wow. Right. And、yeah. I was like, "Whoa!" You know, hearing it from a very awakened client. I mean, that's、yeah. what we want with all our heart, right? But then、mm. someone actually hired us and said that to us, and we were like, "Oh my god! Holy shit! This is like the perfect client." Yeah, so we were very very lucky to have met Jael,、mm. and I remember, yeah, we just met her for a bit, and then she didn't bother us anymore after that. She didn't. She left us she alone. Let us do our stuff. It was like an open zoo. We just like <laughs> roam around like old safari like that. We just walk around with the camera. We meet ourselves at home. Yeah, at the great room. Correct, and then they just retreated. They were like invisible, you know, and they treat us like invisible as well. And then、yeah. when we need something, they will all appear. Yeah, yeah. We、so、hopefully love... we get to do a lot more,、uh, a lot more of this kind of projects. We will, we will. I think we,、yeah. we need to believe that we can attract this kind of clients. You know,、mm. yeah. So joyful work, and then of course, um, our very joyful photo shoot. I really, really love it. I can't wait to share it with people. So, how do you think people can get to doing not joyful work to doing joyful work? Uh, okay. Very simple. Firstly, you have to get clear about what kind of people do you not want to work with.、Mm. Have you done an audit, right? Like, look at all the past、uh, projects that you have done, you know, and then decide from now on what is it that is、um, a no for you. You will never、right. say yes to these people ever again. People who pay you very little and want all your time. I say no. Yeah. I don't want that kind of clients or people who are very rude and disrespectful to my team members. I say no. Yeah. You know, you know, there's this Chinese Chinese phrase for this, which is called 吃力不讨好 That means you put in a lot of effort, but the results just don't、um, pair up. You know,、mm. you yeah, it doesn't. It's not proportional. So have, I think have, avoid this kind of projects at all cost. Have you ever walked out on a job before, like halfway? Like it was no, so no, no. painful that you stopped. No, I haven't.、Mm. I haven't been that unlucky.、Mm. But I've had projects where. Um, the client is just so annoying that the the second time they ask me to do a job, right? I just refuse to do it,、mm. and that has happened twice, I think.、Mm. Yeah, so they they keep asking me like, "Hey,、uh, we have this project. Do you want to do it? Come on board again." They just say, "I don't want really."、Like. I just say, "I'm I'm busy. I have no、mm. time." Politely, politically, yeah, yeah, correctly. I don't、reject. fight with them, lah. I don't tell them that oh, you're a terrible client, <laughs> but I just don't. Yeah, just tell them I I have no time to to do your project. Like、yeah, and I think that saves、question. me a lot of heartache.、Mm. It, I would rather not earn the money, really.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But of course, there 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 are a lot of jobs that I do that are not hundred percent joyful. Of course. Which are which have maybe they have boring aspects or、right. whatever. Right. But I do them because um yeah I want to earn money and when I earn the money I can 
funnel the money to do projects that are joyful. Exactly. Right. So mm. that's why I think it's very important to, as creators, to have a creative outlet where we call the shots. Yeah. Right? So you so do I, joyful work that yeah. pays you, but then if you don't and you have to compromise on that, you know, sometimes paying work just require you to compromise, you know, then yeah. you need to have something that's your own, that is mm. joyful, doesn't pay, but it pays you in other forms. Yeah, I really love that idea, you know. Mm. You know, just spending time doing things that have no monetary rewards. Mm-hmm. Like it, this podcast. It's very liberating. Yeah. Yeah, and it's very it's very fun. Like when we do our podcast, mm-hmm. when I write my blog, when you, you yeah you do your you have a blog too, right? Um, hey, what's your blog? Huh? I no longer have a blog, but what I do is <laughs> I do I have a newsletter, and yeah. um I also have what I call evergreen posts. Uh, so I do cornerstone pieces on my website now. Mm. So it's not time sensitive. When I put out something, it's probably going to be something that can be enjoyed in all seasons. Right. Yeah. So that's my way of creating content now. Yeah. Mm. For me, I have never had to punch out of a project halfway, so I'm uh, lucky and also tenacious that way, lah. You know, I had the tenacity to last through, but yeah. I have ha- actually put the plug on other people working for me. That means when I oh. hire someone mm-hmm. and they turn up to be, re- I mean, there are a lot of talented people, but a lot of them have got really weird like time issues, timeliness right. issues, or they have weird um. Uh, personalities or attitudes and I cannot mm-hmm. take this kind of shit man. I cannot so what right. I'll do is I will just because a lot of people are not used to being told because a, a lot of people feel like they don't have a choice but I'm always I always feel like I can always decide to stop working with you now mm. right I can always decide based on the new intel that I've collected to make a fresh new decision like I ask myself will I make this decision again knowing what I know now so if mm-hmm. I feel like now no I wouldn't work with you knowing that you're like that right no matter how talented you are how good your work is when it's done mm-hmm. but the process is so painful the process needs to be joyful I feel yeah. right and it's, it's what we do sometimes of course the results is very important but the, most of it like I say 90% of the, of the life happens in the doing right the, mm-hmm. the getting there right the 10% Correct. at the end so if yeah. 90 90% of it is going to be so painful and I'm suffering. I'm just going to say, no, I don't want to Yeah, you might as well not. Yeah. And you know what usually happens is when I tell the people that I... Uh, hope, I mean, thankfully, it's been quite rare. Lah, but in the um, instances where I have to say, no, I don't work with you anymore. That's it. I'm just going to call it quits. Bye. Goodbye. Mm. I wouldn't be like you, like be so politically correct and, you know, be subtle. Yeah. I will tell them exactly why I don't want to work with them. I because see. Every opportunity is a coaching opportunity for people. So I always feel like even if I part ways, I need to leave you with something that's constructive. Right. And I will it's tell good you, for them to yes, know. I will tell them and I say, you know what? I, you are super talented. I'm just so flawed by the quality of your work. But here's where it didn't work for me. And I'll mm. tell them. I say, you know, timeliness issues or, you know, very, very defensive when it comes to, you know, talking feedback. about some changes or feedback. Yeah, I cannot think that. Because this oh. is a collaborative process. It's creative. And I understand. Yeah. I, from one creative to another, I understand why it can be very, very personal. You know, mm. but I feel that maybe you need to really think about as a creator, if you're going to be like this, it's going to be very difficult for people who want to work with you. You know, that's just an area that you need to have personal growth. Like. You need to push yeah. yourself a little bit more and grow. Yeah, I think it's great that you let them know. Mm. I wish I could let my clients know. <laughs> Is there know, a way? Do you know yeah. I've got people that I go on, the, hop on a call when I say goodbye, you know, and I actually turn it into a coaching thing. That person end up crying on it. Ah, yeah, okay. we'll cry and apologize. Wow. And say, so, would you give me one more and chance? And do they give them, a, uh, and do you give them another yeah. chance? If they actually say, you know, I'm so sorry, Dan, you know, you're the first person who told me this and I know I'm struggling with this and I know, I know this is my area mm. of weakness. Would you give me one more chance? And I say, hell yeah. Wow. That's the point of coaching you, right? 
Yeah. And I said, I'll give you one more chance, but really, I'm, I'm giving you because I believe that you will be able to deliver this time. And mm. I really, truly love and respect you as a human being. Oh, nice. So I respect so that. Maybe yeah. they just needed a reminder. Exactly. And yeah. I think that you do it from a place of love. It's tough love, though, but you do it from a place of love. People feel it. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. Yeah, so it works both uh, on both ends, you know. Mm-hmm. As the creative and also as the person hiring the creative. Mm. Ah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> so I wish that we, our days in 2019 will be filled with this. And I wish for everybody, you know, to have joyful work. Um, you know, I've got clients who uh, come to me also, like they're very miserable in their corporate job. And then they mm-hmm. want to uh, get out of it. And they, yeah. they don't know how. Or they say they want to start a business. And okay. I think in the last episode, uh, we mentioned about being careful about creating, escaping from a prison. But what, yeah. what a lot of people do is they end up creating a new prison to imprison themselves, yep. right? So we have to do a lot of uh, mindset cleaning up. We clean up the mindset before you do such mm. a drastic change. So before mm. I even encourage people to come out and build their own business or start their own business, I always make sure that when they are leaving a place of misery, right, that they do it with the healthy mindset. And what I mean by this is that if you are in a miserable job and you're thinking that it is the the work that is going to bring you joy and then you're just going to change from one job to another you will never be happy Mm. so my my advice to them is always how can you be despite you are stuck in this environment how can you show up in a more joyful manner Mm. in the most joyful manner that you can Right? right, despite having a terrible boss or terrible colleagues, you know, right. because you're placing so much emphasis on the external conditions that you really, mm. even in a new job or a business that you build, you can't control. 100%. You can never be happy. Yeah, you can't. So the only thing that you can control and manage is your mindset and how you show up this in this maybe trying condition, right, nice. or, or situation. So I always so tell them, is, yeah. Mm, no, it's a lot like traveling, right? A lot of people travel to escape from something. Mm-hmm. And then they go to somewhere really far away. But mm-hmm. they're still there. Mm-hmm. Their problems are still there. Exactly. They can travel for one year and the problems still haven't gone away. It can be huan tang bu huan yao, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like what we talked about in the last episode, right? Like mindfulness, mm-hmm. um, being in touch with yourself. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, and basically just understanding yourself. No? Mm. So I always yeah. tell my clients, you know, unless you can find a way to be joyful in this situation that sucks, you know, do it when you are that when you are there and you're ready. Then you're ready to leave. I'm not saying continue to be in the job, right? Mm. That sucks. But I'm saying how can you show up in the best version of yourself that, you know, in this situation, be most joyful, juice out the most joy. So you right. can, people say, how do you do that? How do you do that? You know, it's so sucky. I say, yeah, you can always say that. You can always, okay, when you have a terrible boss, right you it's mm-hmm. neutral the the fact that the boss is terrible it's a fact it's neutral right how right. do you think about this terrible boss you have 100% over it control right. so you can tell yourself he's a terrible person i'm not going to let that person affect me okay mm. i'm going to show up and do my best work despite him shouting at me right yeah because i'm going to leave yep. i'm going to leave i'm going to take action to leave or you can actually tell that person the boss that this is where you draw the line you are abusing mm-hmm. me and you're being very very rude mm. but so a lot of people choose not to actually vocalize or say that because they the victim mentality and they go like how can you challenge a boss i think why mm. not you have a choice so i think it sounds like a lot of people will benefit from calling you having a call with you to talk about 
So they have very specific problems. Come to the yeah. bunny, you know the bunny. Because everyone's situation is different. Sometimes it's your boss, but sometimes it could really be the work that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Could be your colleagues or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of what I teach and share is mindset, and I use it on myself as well. Yeah. You know, um, uh, what we call a circumstances and situation, you realize that you can't change, and that's yeah. where a lot of people spend all their time trying to to change the circumstances, to yep. change the outside world. You might be able to do it for a, a small percentage of it, but mm. you really can't control how people react. They are not your responsibility. The only responsibility is how how you manage your own emotions. Yeah. Right. I think yeah. that's actually the key to happiness. Definitely. You know. Yeah, just being okay on the inside Definitely. rather than trying to make everything on the outside okay. We can't not. We mm. can't. Yeah, we can't change the world, but we can change ourselves. So talking about joyful work, right? I want to dig a little bit deeper about your photography work, right? Which part mm-hmm. of the photography work is most joyful to you? Which part of the photography work? Mm. I think one of the aspects would be people. When I'm working on a job and I get to meet all these different people and it always surprises me. Mm. Because, you know, before you, you, you go, f- go for a photo shoot, right? There's always this anxiety. Mm-hmm. So there are two sides to it. You always have this anxiety about, oh my God, uh, the photo shoot is not going to turn out well. Mm. The photos are not going to turn out good. Mm. And it's going to be a disaster, you mm. know? And then you go on the shoot and you will always meet amazing people. Mm. And that's been my experience. Mm. Um, yeah, sure, sometimes you meet like horrible people and all that. But in my experience, most of the people that I met with, I have been really happy to get to know them. So that's one of the joyful aspects of photography. It allows me to meet with people and connect with them. Mm. Yeah, all kinds of different people that I would normally not have the chance to meet. Mm. Yeah. So you're not so, talking about the people who are behind the camera, right? Like that you shoot. No, right? It's the people you work with. Anyone. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It could be the talents or anyone. Mm, The production crew. Yeah. So that's that's one of the joyful things about commercial advertising photography. Because when we do commercial and advertising photography, right, um, the creative part of it is limited. Mm. Because you have your client. So I'm still working on that part to, I guess... um, how should I put it? I'm still striving to be a photographer who can completely control the creative circumstances of my photo shoot. But, but you can't. Is, but you can't. Yeah, the reality yeah. is that if you're doing an advertising shoot, you can't. You can't. So if you think you want to derive joy from that... Yeah, it, you're bucking up the wrong tree. Yeah. No. Sometimes you can yeah. get lucky and then all the cards are decked in your favor. Yeah, correct. Yeah. But you can derive joy from a lot of other aspects. Mm. Even if you work, even if you have to wake up at 6 a.m. in the morning for a shoot mm. and you end your shoot at like 11 p.m. at night and it sounds like torture, right? Mm. But the process is super fun because you get to do it with nice people. Yeah, it's like our own photo shoot nice last week. <laughs> yeah, like our photo shoot. So it really makes me think joy is not what we think it is, you know. Mm. It always is very unexpected. It can be like a very hard day, but at the end of it, you work hard, you work with good people. It's mm. joy. It's joyful. Mm. Yeah. In fact, I think the most joyful experiences is when conditions aren't that favorable. It's like it feels like a challenge almost, but yeah. you go through it and you 
pull through it with a group of yeah. like, capable, really nice people who believe in a cause. And right. that feels so fucking great at the end of it. Yeah. Actually, one of the most extreme examples of this is, is this story that I read about the Holocaust. Mm. Share, share, share. The Holocaust, mm. um, you know, people were, were brought to um, labor camps and all that, right? Mm. And you would think that there wouldn't be joy in a place like that. Mm. But um, yeah, I read a lot of the books and there's joy in places like that. Even mm. in the worst of circumstances, people mm. still manage to find some kind of happiness and joy. Mm. And it's very bizarre, but... It, it just shows to, the power of the mindset. Yeah, because right, let's say if you're in a labor camp, right, if you manage to get an extra piece of bread, that is your joy for the day. Mm. You don't actually need anything more than that. Mm-hmm. And then if we contrast it to modern life, right, you can have you are surrounded by so many things. It's very difficult for you to be happy. I guess it's the contrast, really right? It's the contrast of diet and the situations and circumstances that, that amplifies the, the joy in joyful things. Yeah, I think it's the things. lack. It's yeah. the lack in your life that yeah, amplifies and emphasizes and, and increases your gratitude for the things that and, you and have. And you have a new layer and, you know, um, magnitude for appreciation. Yeah. So yeah. joy is multidimensional. It's not as one-dimensional as we think that it is. It's a relative concept. It's relative, yeah. really. And a lot of people who are sick, um, maybe with terminal illness, if you, mm. yeah, if you have heard stories about that, they can find joy in their circumstances also. So yeah. I think that gives me a lot of hope when it comes to my own life. Like if ever Definitely. I have to grapple Definitely. with a very difficult situation, right, I can have the hope that there can still be joy. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you can live one day, right, just one day with that's pain-free, I always find that's the most joyous thing. Really? Yeah, I remember you mentioned this and I thought that was, that was really Yeah, inspiring. and we take it for granted because our default mm-hmm. is like we don't feel pain. Right? It's like that, that time you had food poisoning, right? Oh my god, yes. I yeah. had severe food poisoning. I really wanted to die when I was in Bangkok, right? I was like, yeah. wow, I really just want to feel okay and be able to just hold my food and not feel giddy and not feel like I can't do anything. You know, I was so tired, yeah. right? Yeah. I was so zonked out by the, um, the food poisoning that I couldn't even have the energy to Netflix. Oh I couldn't. When I w- look at anything, I feel like throwing up. I just have yeah. to lay down and close my eyes. So at that point, you if you could just sit up and eat and watch TV, you were happy. Yeah, like I have energy, vitality to walk from point A to point B. You know, when <laughs> I was in Bangkok, the tap water, you cannot drink one, ma. Yeah. So when I was sick, I was in, in the house, right, for days until I ran out of water, you know. I ran out of water. And when you have food poisoning, the water is even more important, right? Yeah. So I had to drag my bunny ass to the nearest 7-Eleven to go and carry back the water, you oh, know. Oh, gosh. I almost died it when I went to the oh, 7-Eleven. My. Really. Totally There wasn't breath. delivery or anything? No, no. Concierge or anything? No, I had to do it by myself. So I had to walk and it was a very short distance and I couldn't even like really do it well. I took so long just to walk there and then walk back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Then so that really gave you the appreciation of yeah, which is why, just being pain free. Yeah, we, and which is why when I shared about the what is it that I want more of, right, in the previous episode. Yeah. It's vitality. This vital vitality and health thing, you don't take it for granted, you know, it can be taken mm. away from you just anytime. Like that. Anytime. And your life yeah. just changes. Even the smallest thing you have problem doing. Yeah, mm. it's, it's really scary. You don't know what you've got till it's gone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we, we already have all the reason to be joyful at the moment. Mm. 
Because we have our health, we can walk, we can eat, we can breathe. Yeah, we should be so fucking joyful already. You're long, yeah. really. Yeah. So talking about joyful work, I want to talk about this special aspect that we have in Lito, which is the portraiture party. Yes. Yeah. So we started Lito doing that actually, not mm-hmm. doing podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, no, we're not professional podcasters. So you want to tell people more about what this portraiture party, is it really like a party with food, with party poppers? <laughs> what do we do? Why? Why well, a party? It is a party, right? Actually, mm-hmm. we haven't done a lot of that. We, we have done two portraiture parties mm-hmm. uh, in the last year. Mm. So we, yeah, but we did it and it has always been, uh, I don't know, it's just so joyful because we don't do it for the money, right? To be very honest, we don't earn from it. Mm-hmm. So the portraiture party, right, is, um, it's part business sense and it's also part what we want to do more of and what we the values that we want in the business, the way we run Lito, right? Yeah. So the business side is basically like when you hire us to do a portraiture session for you, it's one-on-one, right? So it's going to cost more to cover the time. We don't even make a lot. We purposely put the rates down, you know? Mm. But it, for some people, that might still be a stretch, especially like early stage entrepreneurs, right? That's yeah. still a stretch. So we were thinking, how can we continue to serve these people that we are so called to serve and offer something that makes sense for our time as well? So then we decided, why don't we group people together and do a batch shoot session? So we batch shoot, we have um, a scheduled date and everybody come on the same day and then we batch shoot back to back, back to back, back to back instead of all the uh, individual fragmented sessions. Right. right. So this and is it a becomes a party. Use. Yeah, and, and then <laughs> when you gather people together, it becomes a party of people, right? And yes. then we thought this is exactly what we want, which is to build community, bring people together, and then we introduce people, we do networking, and then we also yeah. inspire one another, you know? So that's what the portraiture party is all about. It's just a little bit tiring for me, because mm-hmm. I'm the one shooting. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I'm the one that's a social butterfly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So while I'm shooting, Daniel is at the back talking to everyone. Yeah, and then what happens yeah, is that you know if, everyone exactly. So if you have any questions about your business or life or whatever, that's a great opportunity to pick my brain as well. You know, so it's like an mm. all-in-one. As in, in a lot of things that we do, we like to kill many birds with one stone. Yes. So that's what the portraiture party is all about. So we have done two this year. I mean, um, it's been really fun and joyous, and we want to do more of in the next year. But um, it's not something that mm. uh we. It's fixed. We will basically, when we look at our schedule and we're free, then I'll ask Rebecca and we say, okay, I think it's time to do a portraiture party. What's the date? Then we will broadcast it. So if you guys are interested in getting portraits done, that might be something that you'll be interested to, um, you know, keep your eye on in the future when we have a portraiture party date. Yep. And it's super fun. It's super fun. It's super fun for us. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so sometimes that's Sometimes we have it. food also, right? Yeah, sometimes food. we have food and I bring my Nespresso coffee uh, machine. Yeah, coffee. Yeah, then we have teas and we just hang out. So yeah, it's, it's like going to someone's living room, basically. Mm. And also, yeah, I forgot no to talk stress. about the rates, right? The rates will be lower than the usual one-on-one rate. Yeah. Yeah, so it's win-win-win and I think it's a beautiful, beautiful offering. Yeah, so come and join us. Um, I don't know when we're going to do one. Maybe in January? Yeah, maybe. Not sure. We'll do something. But we'll keep everyone posted. So stay yeah. tuned. Yeah. yeah, so that's how we do our joyful work. Mm. Um, that, yeah, we, we really just want to have fun. Mm. And then the other thing that is really super joyful for me is when I do a coaching call. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I speak to people one-on-one, when I kind of unlock their mindsets. Not a lot of people kind of know what they want, but they don't know how to move forward to achieve it. Something is just yeah. blocking them. It's really just mindset. Yeah, I must say though that co- coaching calls, right, are... Mm. 
I don't know. A lot of people have this resistance to doing it. Do you Why? think? Why? Why? It's do you just think not. It's just not a common thing. It's not common. That's why I'm doing it. If it's common, why, and people why are not familiar it? with like yes, exactly what do you do in a coaching call? What do I and do why do I need something like that? Yeah, so you think of me as like um, how do I say your best, most non-judgmental doctor for your brain and your heart and your soul, <laughs> ah, right? Nice. You know, it's just that basically, um, joing a friend out to tansing shi. Mm. Except your friend is probably just either going to be give you not very good useful advice, yeah. or just lend a listening ear and just comfort you and sayang you and you can manja and then you uh-huh, just end uh-huh. up whining and whining again. So it's whining not productive. I have friends whom I've cut out of my life, right? I, I kid you, I kid you not. Like you meet them five years, ten years later, they're still whining about the same thing. Oh my god! Yes, I have heard of such people. I have. And the thing yes. is, I have told them repeatedly, like oh on God. a friendly basis before I became a coach, yeah. I will tell them, you know what? You have every choice, you know, you can make a choice, you know, why are you whining? Uh-huh. And then it got to a point where I said, you know what? I've, I'm sounding like an old record. A you, broken record. You yeah. and I, you and I. I said, uh-huh. you might not be sick about what you're, you're saying. I'm sick. I'm sick of saying the things that I've been saying. Yeah. And really, I said, this is it. I'm, uh-huh. I'm no longer enjoying hanging out with you. And then what's the net effect is I don't hang out with you anymore. Hmm. You yeah. see? So that's what happens when you hang out with friends, you know, and you're seeking friendly advice. Except when you get it from a coach, it's going to be tough love. I'm going to give you right. a lot of accountability. I'm going to give mm. you tools. I'm going to tell you how to move forward. And that's what you want, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So so how do people get in touch with you? Very easy. To do this thing. Anyway, Facebook, Instagram, our Lito website, or go to my dannybunny.co website. Anyway. So they can do this on the, on, the, on the phone, right? Yeah, so usually what happens is that they'll get in touch with me, and then um, sometimes depending on the problem that they want to talk with me, uh, I can do a 15-minute discovery call. So we right. hop on very quickly. We can just do uh, a quick chat to see if we're going to be a good fit. Because there are certain problems. And the problems, discovery call is totally free. It's totally free. And if I can solve mm-hmm. your problem in 15, and a lot can be done in 15 minutes. Right. Even 10 minutes, a lot can be done. Uh-huh. You can have a super aha moment and you can tell immediately wow. what to do next. And I wouldn't leave you hanging. You know, it's not a sales call. It's not like you call uh-huh. and then I say, hey, I upsell you, you know, MLM or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't do that kind of shit, right? If I yeah. can give you something, even if you don't hire me, I give you something and you can go, you know? Right. But if let's say you want to do more work, of course, the more time we spend together, the more you can't fix all your life problems in 15 minutes, but I can give yes. you something that's going to start you. Right, okay. I'm a very powerful unlocking mechanism, and it's all about the brain. And I've worked so much on myself. I work so much with so many clients, and you know, a lot of clients they have different problems, but they mm. all can be categorized into a few core categories, like okay. kind, kinds of problems. But most of the time, it's really mindset. Mm-hmm. And I have a framework. I have a framework that uh, supports the coaching work that I do that can solve every fucking problem that you bring. Up. Really, I'm, I'm not kidding. Really, I think I need a coaching call. <laughs> you don't need lah You just hang out with me For 8 hours Every time <laughs> I can coach you Oh yeah lah yeah, la, That's right yeah. Or we can do like A live coaching call Definitely you know Demonstration what? Next Definitely. time Definitely <laughs> Speaking of which What I want to I'll ask to start doing Is answering some Q&As You know Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I think that would be fun So guys Maybe this can be An open call for you To submit any question And then I can coach you guys I can give you like Free advice And you can see how it works Yeah So ask the questions On our Instagram yeah. Or Facebook Yeah And we can answer during the podcast Yeah What's holding you back You know Like you're, where you're stuck You know What problem at work In a personal life You know Anything yeah. goes And money issues Whatever Just mm. send it in And we can see If we can help you out 
Yeah. Right? That'll be fun. Yeah. So here's wishing everyone a great couple of weeks left for the year and then an epic 2019. And if you do want to have some clarity and accountability and you want to supercharge your 2019 and you want some coaching call, please call Daniel. Yeah, call me. Yeah, who are you going to call? Call Danny. Yeah. I can't <laughs> review my phone number, but go to dannybunny.co or lytolabs.com. I'm happy Danny Bunny on Instagram. You can get in touch with Rebecca as well. Rebecca's friends yeah. or contacts if you want. I do do coaching, but I can refer you to Daniel. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Come, come, come. Come to the Mama Bunny, you know. So yes. I think it's time All to right. wrap up because Rebecca needs to go for dinner. Yes. Yeah, and we're yes. going to do something special for our like um, songs, right, today. Uh, we're going to play a few more songs, right? We're going to play three songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Daniel has also compiled a list of songs for on Spotify. Yes, it's called A Lito Kissmas. Yeah. Yes, we want to <laughs> spread light and cheer. You're very good at puns, huh? Yeah, Lito Kissmas. And we, um, Kiss- if you enjoy the next three songs that we're going to share with you, please hit the playlist. That we, It's going to be a curated list of our favourite songs. Favourite Christmas songs. Yeah, and we hope you enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't have much to say about my song today. No, I think basically because I mean, it's just so nice. It's Christmas. Just, it's beautiful. We Christmas just want to share. Yeah, there's just something in the air that's magical. I think yeah. the only thing that's lacking in Singapore is snow. <laughs> but if we ever have snow, right? It's climate change. Yeah. Yeah. Choi, 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 choi. The one. Yeah, but I just think that you know when it's snowy and it's cozy and you can like bundle up, uh, you know, yeah. with a cup of hot coffee or hot chocolate. Oh, so yeah. nice. I really envy people in cold countries. Yeah, you can put on. You your know, they socks. always post on Instagram about how cold it is, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I want that. Yeah, but you, you. I want it to be cold. Yeah, but it can be quite dreadful like, when it's too cold. Yeah, la, yeah, la. From yeah. afar, it's nice, la. All right, guys. I, yeah. so and I think everyone great... should have a Christmas tree at home. I have. I have a small one. Yeah, you very will see, small one. You will see Take when you come for my Christmas party. All right. All right, guys. Have okay. a great Christmas. And we'll see you next week. Merry we Christmas. Love you. love you guys. Bye. Once bitten and twice shy. I keep my distance, but you still catch my Baby, do you recognize me? It's been a year, you know it doesn't surprise me
It's the- 
Two.